Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide to step foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. If it goes bump in the night and gives you a fright, we are talking about it. We are doing another fan-submitted season. We are going to figure out what is the best ghost of all time. Miranda Cosgrove, hit us up. She sent us a DM in her email. That doesn't sound right. But And also, is it Miranda Cosgrove? I don't know, man. Sure, it seems I odd that so. the Miranda Cosgrove would be. And this could just be, you know, this could be someone who doesn't want to admit that they're a fan of the podcast, right? Wants to keep keep That's some like anonymity. That's like the ultimate thing, though, though, right? Like, if I was Miranda Cosgrove, and I wanted to send us a thing because I love our show, but I didn't want people to know that Miranda Cosgrove was a huge fan of the show. I would send it under my name. Oh, interesting. Because no yeah. one would believe yeah. that the Miranda Cosgrove listens to friendly competition. They're like, oh, they just made up a name to conceal someone's identity. But it's like, but why else? Like what? That doesn't. Why would yeah. we do that? Well, yeah, we don't do that. That wouldn't make sense for us to what? We don't have the time and space to do that. So. The name was given to us as a Miranda Cosgrove. And while we don't believe it is, why wouldn't it be? It, oh, I like this. We have no evidence saying besides the name that it is Miranda Cosgrove, but we don't have any saying it's not. That's fair. That's And that's factually accurate. And here we are, folks, in group C, where we have the list. Once again, Miranda Cosgrove sent this list. We then sent it on to our bracketologist to rank. So this is not her ghost. And I just always like to point that out because we do have the two seed here is the field of dream ghosts. Uh, which is an interesting ghost pick. Uh, then you have the 15 going up against the 15 seed Casper, the friendly ghost. And we have seven seed Beetlejuice going up against the 10 seed Samara from the ring. Cody, where do you want to start with this? Uh, let's do Beetlejuice and Samara from the ring. The ghost with the most and our favorite television host, Samara. How about that? <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I'll give you that. That was actually that was actually very solid. Like uh, yeah, let's do it. Who do you have a do you have a horse in this race? So far? I don't yet, but as far as movies, I enjoy them both. So that okay. is something. Solid I like movies. Yep. Yes. So I think apparently a lot of people are scared of Beetlejuice. He doesn't scare me. I think that's what I I don't understand the once again, you know, group in group B, we talked about the the Candyman and Bloody Mary, who have the same and they have they share the same rule with this Beetlejuice character. Did you say their name three times? They arrive and Candyman and Mar Bloody Mary are here to strictly murder you. Once again, I will be clear. You know, we come into this with the knowledge that we have and we will do our research in the final four. I have not seen Beetlejuice, but oh. under no circumstances do I get the impression that he murders people. He's capable of it, but Beetlejuice's, sure. Beetlejuice's job is he's a bioexorcist. So when you're a ghost that haunts a place and your haunting isn't doing enough to get these humans out, you call him to exercise the human. Oh. He takes the haunting to the next level. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that as a profession. Like you're yeah. like, you got to, hey, these people aren't leaving this house for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Imagine doing a walkthrough with Beetlejuice. He's like, yeah, you got a real, really bad human situation here. Look at this. Look at this. Photos of their kids up on the wall. They're planning. They're settling in. You're going to really, it's going to take a lot to get these guys out of here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I find that. Is there, is it explained why they need certain places or certain places like portals or like, why would I care as a ghost if someone is in my old house? Because they're fucking changing it up. What if you got the wallpaper just the way you like it, dude? That's true. 
That's true. That's true. I guess I would like my couch to remain, even if I can kind of sit on it, but kind of not, you know, yeah. more or less floating above There's it. Fucking but... with your shit. When you get tired of people messing with your shit, you call Beetlejuice. Okay. Okay. I see that. I see that. And now we have Samara who doesn't, I mean, Samara just wants to be her ghost thing is that she infected a tape. So that way people could understand that she was murdered. Yes. And now needs to, now needs to be found. And, but then she does get found. And then she just get, keeps on with the killing. Yeah, she just digs it. She just starts so, to be like, I don't know. I kind of vibe it. I think the tape, she curses the tape to murder people until she's found. But what happens is when she's found, she's freed. But the tape is still cursed. You can't just get rid of a curse. You can't double stamp or triple stamp a curse, you know? Mm. Yeah. So the curse is still existing. So she's bound by the curse to go murder him. So it's one of the situations where she's like, sorry. Yeah, I guess I'm still kind of dripping and wet. I am free, though. But I do have to take you. Dog, can we talk about like, you know, ghost, you know, ghost protocol. And and, I, and I'm, I'm more of a believer that you do as a ghost. However, you go out is the way that you will be a ghost. Being a wet ghost. Oh, God. Sloppy ghost. Just sloppy. I'm constantly dripping and not in the way I want to be. That's no. why your boy always, always dressed in the nines in case I die. Because I want that. I want that real drip. But <laughs> what can you say about your ghost? He was. He was wearing some new Air Force Ones. It was, was wild. Steezy as hell. <laughs> um, you know, but just to like be like, you died drowning. Yep. Already not fun. Not mm-hmm. top, bottom five ways to go out drowning. I'm going to say that right now. And now you're just wet all the time. I understand being violent. No, I, I get it. It justifies the violence to me that if I could ever dry off eternally soaked, wet and cold. Yeah, I'm coming for that ass. Maybe she's just trying to find a towel. Maybe that's what it is. You watch the movie. She crawls out of your TV dripping everywhere. And right when she's about to touch your face and like take your soul or whatever she does, you hand her a towel. Done. Yeah. And just let her get get it off. You know, just dry dry off. Get your shit together. It's fine. It's fine. I get it. I would be mad too, but just dry off. One thing that we haven't discussed a lot in in this in so far in our conversation is like, if you're going to be a ghost that haunts people, and you got to be scary, right? Mm-hmm. I want to give Samara a lot of credit. Oh, yeah. I want to, I think, as far as scariest ghosts go, based on what we, even what we've done so far, I rank her as like a top, a top three. Oh God, she's terrifying. It's that Japanese tradition. They, they're really into it there of the young girl with the wet hair over their face that just points at you with the fucking gnarled hand. Yeah. That'll and do then it though. There's walks- a reason they're into it. Walks like all busted up and crooked on her yeah. like, backward, you know, on her hands and feet, but backwards and flipped upside down out of my TV, my safe space. No, this is where I come to watch how I met your mother. I'm not trying to die watching this shit. And now you're going to kill me because I watched your video. My bad. Like, Dude, there wasn't even, me. there's is, not. I, okay. Nick, the SRB, do we get them involved? Is that the, who does the movie ratings? MSRP. Nope, MSRP is the standard pricing for like a vehicle. Whatever. We MRA, I don't know. We get whoever they are, we get them involved because there's not a rating on this film. We can get this pulled. <laughs> so we so we make them watch it, which does curse all of them. Yeah. And so we do have to beg you guys do have only seven days to rate this movie. <laughs> so please hurry up. If you could please get that rating on there right quick, that would be real nice. What you you've do. seen the video, right? I've seen the video. On the movie. We've all watched the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? Haunting images. Uh, the ring is, is not. I mean, it is just the image of a of a well closing because that's what she was buried in. 
Or exactly. To. So, but like, what would you rate it though? Oh, is that E for everyone? There's not like a lot on it that's actually bad. I mean, disturbing imagery. I think gets you at least PG. Okay, so PG. I once I don't think there's. I don't think there's blood anywhere, right? So I don't think we'd even go PG thirteen. Is the ring? This is a fantastic question, Cody. Yeah. Is the the movie in the ring? <laughs> yes. A PG movie. I think so. And, Which, and so, once you say that, that's fucked up. There's a lot of PG movies in the world. Yeah. I what curses have been <laughs> unleashed into the world unknowingly because like the people who rate the movies are like, I mean, I'm not, I don't feel great about what I saw, but I can't definitively tell you that this is worthy of anything other than a PG. Cody. I, I may be cursed for all time, but- I don't have a box to check that on my rating sheet. I just, I saw some horses. I saw a ring. Wait, no, doesn't in the movie. Cause I I, I feel people are maybe like, are just yelling out right now. All the, all the scary shit. Don't we (laughs) see like her outside of the well and then like fall into it? Maybe. Okay. I know we need to do, I know we say we do our research, but part (laughs) of me feels like we can't leave people without knowing. All right, Nick. All right, everyone, pause your thing. Me and Nick are going to watch the YouTube it. We're going to watch the movie from the ring. And we're going to tell you all what what we believe to be the actual rating. So everyone, take a pause. We'll see you in a second. A few moments later. We're back. You all (laughs) watched it. it. We watched the the ring video. So So here's the deal to everyone. Now, for some of you, you do remember what's in it. And you may, and you are probably, and rightfully so, yelling at us. So here's what we saw. Let's just, let's run down the images that we saw before we get to the one thing. Okay. All we see are, you see uh, a tree on fire. That's nothing. That's nothing. You see a woman combing her hair. Nothing. Woman combing hair. Nothing. Water that's red. Well, we know what that is later on, but we do not know. That could just be red water. That's nothing. Yeah. So the only things that we see that are, I think, truly terrifying are there's a box of fingers, chopped off fingers. That are moving. That, yep, they wiggle around a little bit. And then second is there is a one second scene, two second scene at most, where someone takes their finger and pushes it on top of a nail, pushing their fingernail up. It's gross, but everything else in the film, with maybe the except, there's a woman who falls forward off of a cliff. She might be swimming though, but we don't know. She could be going swimming. That is how you cliff jump as well. Yeah. So let's be clear about that. It's maybe implied, but it's not expressly said there's not a lot of context in the video. Context yeah. is key. These are just images without context, but two of the images are disturbing. And so Cody and I believe that this is a PG 13 film at worst, at worst. And it's kind of like you ever, have you all ever seen a rated R movie that just says like fuck four times? Yeah. It's one of those things. We're like, yeah. You're like, wait, there was nothing in this. Like they just said fuck like four times. They didn't even say it a lot, but like for some reason there's an arbitrary number of fucks. A movie's yes. allowed to have. So well, this is one of those things. Like if you blink, you'll miss the reason it's PG-13. Exactly. A hundred percent. I'm someone, leaving PG, but we gave it the PG-13. We have to, be... to for that one image. There's no way around it. We have to give it the PG-13. But let's go back to our original point and conceit, which is a lot of PG-13. Yeah. And you shouldn't PG- die. You shouldn't die from watching a PG-13 movie. You should not. That's not fair. That now, Cody. not fair. Cody, I want to now. What were we talking about? I can't remember. This? <laughs> we really should have took some notes. We 
literally should have said, hey, why is this important to this conversation? All right. I'm so- going to go. I'm going to go Beetlejuice because I don't think it's fair that I get haunted off a PG-13 movie. That's exactly what we were talking about. We were talking about Only, the fact that- like- Actually, I want to rewind. This should be the punishment for 12-year-olds who watch this movie. I think that if she is the ghost of PG-13 movies, and basically, because remember, the kid sees it and dies, or, or is afraid, because he knows he shouldn't have watched a PG-13 movie. That's what it is. And that's, I think, the only lesson that I can, I'm okay with, is that you are the ghost, and the reason why there are families like, we can't let her. That must be it. This has the mayor to be of the, the ghost will come get them. If they end up okay. watching the wrong, most PG-13 movies, not curse. There's one movie <laughs> right. out there. That if the our Every time you watch a PG-13 movie, you are rolling the dice. You are. You could get the curse. So that's why there are, for those of you who grew up in families where they like wouldn't let you watch a PG-13 movie until you were 13, go thank them. Yeah. They were doing the Lord's work. They did the Lord's work for you. Now we, I certainly can't, I watched PG-13 movies when I was way too young, but I got lucky. Yeah, we And now I bullets, feel same. that. That I, I more feels like I dodged a bullet than that I got to enjoy funny and, and entertaining movies. It feels yeah. I in feel hindsight, I was playing with fire that whole time. I'm lucky in Beetlejuice too, dude. I think uh, yeah, I'm it's also go just with... a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> just generally speaking, I, I hear good things. I don't right, hear so... good things. I've watched it. I like it. That's fair. I hear good. Things. Good musical too, apparently. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. So next up, we have the two seed Field of Dreams ghost going against the 15 seed. Casper. Now, I will say I violated a little bit of the rules. Once again, we come in with the knowledge that we have. I had zero. I barely know that there's ghosts in this movie. I thought the ghost was his dad. Eventually, dad ghost pops out of there, but it's Shoeless Jim is the big ghost. And he's the one who's like, build it, they will come, uh, which is the famous line that we all know. And the whole point is that these ghosts just want to play baseball. They just want to have a catch, dude. And dad, well, he wants to have catch ghost catch with dad because he feels like him and dad didn't get to have real catch. So now he has to okay. have ghost catch. And that but dad sense. only liked so baseball. Build, so now if you build a baseball field in your cornfield, a base ghost baseball team will come. Is this imply that there's ghost baseball leagues? It only has to, right? Yes. Which, so, hey, we, actually, does that not make you excited about the afterlife? Because <laughs> here's the thing that I, that's such a bummer, right? Is that everyone wants to see the 96 Bulls go up against the 2016 Warriors. Or I want to see a one-on-one with Kobe and LeBron, right? Yeah. I want to know. Let's answer the question. Let's let's do it. But we can't, right? We can't because we can't bring out the 96 Bulls and get and have them compete against 2016 uh, Warriors. In Ghost Basketball Leagues, we can. <laughs> Why can't you're, we? You're going to tell me that when Michael Jordan passes on, he gets up to the pearly gates. That Paul isn't going to age him to like ni- oh, 1996, you Jordan? You can't. No, that's not. Exactly. When Le- Michael Jordan dies at old, decrepit, and full of fucking, I don't know, whiskey and gambling debt. Yeah, cigars. He is going to get up to heaven, and they're going to give him his beautiful 1996 body and be like, this is your at uh, your prime. Yeah. Not, and I don't believe that everyone gets their prime body. I don't think so. I think I'm going to get whatever I, I leave this world with. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm checking that. Out. I'm hitting the gym now because I'm trying to get that prime body right now. Yeah. When I go, I want him to take me back and be like, this is your this is your unit and it's prime. Here you go. Yeah. But you know that when you get to ghost, when you get to when you get to the other realm, I'm not even going to say heaven. I'm just going to say the other realm. One of the best parts is when you find out that they do have ghost basketball <laughs> and uh and actually, I, I honestly think it's probably as a part. It's like, it's kind of like a Space Jam thing. Cause it's like, Michael Jordan's probably not a good guy. He literally, I, I, I've said this story on this podcast before, but I will never stop saying the story about the time that 
at Chris Paul's summer camp for children when he said, Mike, if you miss these three three-pointers, if you miss any of them, you have to give all these kids Jordan. It's like 100 kids, right? Yeah. Not a lot, just like 100 kids. I've never seen a man hit more perfect shots in my <laughs> entire life. Nails them. It could be three, it could be five, I can't remember. But it's, it's enough where like, he could have rimmed off one. He could have, if it's five shots, he gets the first four. And then the fifth one kind of airballs it, give kids Jordans. He doesn't. And when so, and what you hear him off camera say is, fuck those kids. <laughs> that man's going to hell unless heaven or whoever's running the, is like, hey man, you were kind of a dick. But if I put you in your 96 body and make you play basketball against other like greats, then I'll let you stick around. Yeah, it's like three times a day. It's like a circus. We get to watch Michael Jordan every day play hoops against the greatest of all time. Yeah. Not even the greatest basketball players. I want to watch him face like a, a, the butcher, the wrestler in basketball. Why or not? Genghis Khan. Let's go. Yeah, let's just figure it out. Let's have some fun, right? So yeah. I think that's the only way that that we're that you see Michael Jordan uh, in, in the positive side of the other realm. But with all of that said, I do... <laughs> there's something like I... As someone with self-professed dad, if the whole point of Field of Dreams is that my dad, I don't feel like my dad paid enough attention to me because he watched a lot of baseball. And now, because he died either prematurely or whatever, I now miss him because I never played baseball with him because maybe I didn't like baseball because I felt like he took all of his attention. Why do I have to become the baseball fan? My dad's ghost should be trying to get in touch with me for <laughs> exactly. being a shitty dad. You should show up. You have unfinished business, dad. Your unfinished business is to let me know that you love me. My not unfinished. I'm on earth. I don't have to prove that you love me. Yeah. That's fucking wildly backwards. If anything, you should be putting together a ghost rock band with like Kurt Cobain. And Taylor Hawkins, the drummer from Foo Fighters, rest in peace. Why, why can't I think of a good- Is it video? wild? Okay, if we get a ghost band, uh, Taylor Hawkins plays drums for Kurt Cobain, does that mean it's gone full circle? That's why I want it. I want the beauty of like, when they meet up in, when they meet up in, in the other world and Kurt's playing his stuff and Taylor goes up and he's like, hey man, it looks like you could use a drummer. And he starts hitting. He's like, oh man, you really remind me of uh, Dave. And he's like, funny story. I know Dave. <laughs> I know Dave. Uh, he's like, oh shit, what did Dave go on to do? Become a bigger rock star, actually. <laughs> funny the enough. Biggest. And he's a great dude. And uh, it's a weird, it's almost weird that he was in Nirvana. Him being in Foo Fighters is normal and seems right. The footnote when you find out that Dave Grohl was in Nirvana is what's always like, what? No. <laughs> no. What? He has a twin, right? Do we, have you seen Casper and this friendly ghost? Casper and this friendly ghost. Here's... <sighs> I, here's the problem that I have with child ghosts is like, I understand that this child has a crush right on the, on Christina Ricci's character, but this ghost yeah. is over a hundred some odd years old. Do you, are you perpetually, if you die pre puberty, do you never, do you, is there no ghost puberty is the question. I don't think there is a ghost puberty because okay. I'm out here watching all these ghost shows doing research every day. And they're always talking about how they have these kid ghosts from like, the 1600s, 1800s. Sure. The kid ghosts never grow up. They're always bouncing balls around. They're always doing kid stuff. You know, I don't think yeah. there's ghost puberty. I think you, when you do die, you are stuck at whatever puberty stage you were at. Especially sure, if, sure, sure. You're either if, in. Oh, dude, twelve year old. Dude, ghost? what if your unfinished business was to get a shiny heart Charizard card? You're never getting out of there. I, dude, the you just created a special type of hell, which is that you died mid puberty. Like like fourteen, 
Oh no. Like <laughs> the, all you are is hormones and urges that you can't understand. Nick, Nick, I've never in my life wanted to drop everything in my entire life more and go to med school just so I could keep these 14 year old kids alive. <laughs> like I would put them on life support for so long. They're like, what are you doing? I was like, I gotta get him to 17. I gotta <laughs> get this kid to I gotta push this kid through, man. He, it's going to be, he's going to be a mess if he's a ghost. What? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. I gotta the, get this one. up. I am the best pubescent doctor in the world. You know how many <laughs> lives I've saved? brought in kids back from the brink of death. They're like, yeah, but you do use the dark arts and have definitely Frankenstein some children. Yeah, they still made it to 17, huh? And that's my you only You goal. literally put a ticking time bomb in one's chest. So he died at 17. Oh yeah, he was an abomination. It was an abomination abomination to God what I had to do to keep that kid alive. But he was only but four days it. away from his birthday. And I knew if I got him there, it would be fine. But I did have to take care of it at the end. <laughs> I did have to put it down. Yeah, I knew what I did was wrong and I had to put in a kill switch to it. Uh, but I did that for all of us. So, yeah. I mean, I think we got to, I'm going to lock in Field of Dreams for a couple of reasons. One, I don't like the prepubescent ghost. That sucks. That's a hell I don't even want to think about. Two, I don't want to hang out with prepubescent ghosts. Back to that. And three, oh, God, I really want like to babysit a ghost. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I'm almost basically, I'm almost full. I just feel, I feel bad. I'm mad at feel the dreams ghost and I'm sad for Casper, right? Baby ghost is, or young baby, one young child, prepubescent ghost. That's a tough, that's a tough, that's a tough get in the ghost yeah. world. You know, never even had a chance. Never even had. Yeah. Life was cut short. And now you're just like trying to be cool and friendly, but here's the problem. You are a ghost at the end of the day, and it really does seem like only a child would be friends with you. Yeah. But now you're act. Oh, dude, that is a bummer, right? If you have a kid, right? And I do, and I'm gonna go back on my stance at kids see ghosts. If my kid keeps talking about this friendly ghost, Casper, I think my kid's gone, you know, mental. Or that there's a demon trying to possess my kid because a de- a demon's gonna show up in the form of a friendly ghost. That is that is possession and haunting 101. Right. Oh gosh, you're right. How would you ever believe Casper? You can't. It, ta- it takes a child's naivete to truly do it. And, and you know then- what? I'm saying even in the scenario, Casper is correct. He's not lying to me. He is a friendly ghost. I, I've got to exercise the shit out of him to protect you know my family. And, and, and here's the thing. I don't want my daughter's first kiss to be with a ghost boy. No, that doesn't seem right. It seems like you're robbing him of a lot. I, if, and it feels like, because I also, once again, we go back to something we talked about in, the, in group A with, uh, with Sam Wheat's ghost. <sighs> I don't want my kids fun fact when they get to college. Like, oh, my first kiss was with a ghost boy. No, I don't like that. I don't like I that don't one I don't want bit. that. Casper, what? I need you to move on. Whatever it was, we got to get, ca- hey, if anyone, if you see kid ghosts, you got to, we got to be quicker on this. We got to help We got to do more to get kid ghosts out of here. Because that's And not I'm fair. saying anything. We either got to, you got to touch base with them. And like, hey, what's your unfinished business? Get it done that day. Power it out. Yeah. If you Let them know we're doing it. it. If it's not a 48 hour thing that you can get done, violently exercise. Them. Yep. Yeah. Go I on. agree. And that's hard to do because it is a child once again, but they're going to, it's, oh, they, will, and they be, will beg, they will, they will beg for mercy. Yes. But yeah. you have to get them off this, this earth. We, the earth is not built for baby. I'm with you. Okay. So we got feel the dream ghost going up against Beetlejuice. So once again, now the little bit that I know, once again, I read so little, but just enough. Here's what I don't like is that shoeless Jim is is this conduit who's like build the build the fucking baseball field and if you do that i get to hang out with my old friend and then your dad might come and love you like i don't i don't need some guilt trip from some fucking go i don't need i don't 
don't need errands, yeah. you fucking ghost. You th- a, you think I know how to build a fucking baseball field? That's a ridiculous thing. That's a ridiculous thing to assume of anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Full ass build a baseball field on my on my property. I have to loot it. He does it in the cornfield. We all, you know, if you know anything about the movie, he builds a baseball field in a cornfield. And not just like a diamond. He doesn't just roll it out and then make a diamond. He's got bleachers. He's got like an announcer's box. He puts up a scoreboard. Like it is a lights. lot. Lights does all of this in the, and because this ghost is guilty me that like, maybe I'll get to see my pops. Yeah. Also, fuck you ghost. If my ghost dad's out there, send ghost dad here. Why isn't my ghost dad telling me this? Well, and then once again, proving ghost dad's shitty. Ghost dad sucks, dude. You don't need, first of all, Costner. You don't need ghost dad's respect. No. You've already got my respect. It's Every- more important than any ghost dad could ever be. Wait, are these? Here's wait, a- hold on one second. Are these both Kevin Costner? No. Oh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton Michael is. God, yeah. Those two guys. Those are two dudes in my brain that are that share one, one, one history. So. Okay. But here's the deal. Also, Beetlejuice makes house calls. So we got to take that into account. Because if I'm if I'm fucking with the Field of Dreams ghost, I'm in aisle. Right. I mean, I think the Field of Dreams. See, here's the problem though. Like, I mean, they picked the right spot, right? You have a field in Iowa to make. What if what if ghosts come out and want me to like build a basketball court in my backyard? I probably you don't have it. It's not level enough. It's not big enough. I, yeah, I maybe I maybe have the space, but I don't think like I would have to definitely get rid of my garage, which sure yeah, is shitty. But I was gonna remodel it, like. So now I got to build a fucking basketball court. You got to level it out there. Because also, it doesn't seem like these ghosts are going to leave them alone. Nick, Nick, you're sitting in your apartment, right? In New York City. <laughs> and a fucking ghost fucking rips through the wall. It looks like he kicks it down, but he doesn't because he just floats through it. He's like, oh, shit. Your ghost uncle needs you to build a hockey rink. And then just disappears. You're like, what the fuck am I? Where am I going to build a hockey rink? Yeah. Or And like also, too, it seems like ghosts shoeless Jim is just like, I just want to like hang out with my friends and we don't have a good enough ghost baseball field. <laughs> That's not my problem. That's not. And like, and I don't like that. He seems kind of yeah, he's just chewing on like, he's got like some dip and he's like, I don't know, man, maybe your ghost dad will show up. If you build a wicked awesome baseball field for me and my boys to throw the, the old ball around. It's like, so is my dad going to show up? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man, but you could, you could, the only way to find out is this, right? What other way is there? I, could you just, it seems like, you know, my dad, could you just, just the moon. Does Field of Dreams end with humans playing ghosts in baseball? I no, I think they I think a bunch of humans just end up watching ghosts play baseball. And I don't know if that means they can spectrally see them or if they or is is a full town going through a psychosis. <laughs> like everyone's around and every like there's a really great clip of um it's called it's it's a referee refereeing a match between two re- Invisible wrestling. Invisible wrestling. It is incredible. You feel like you understand what is happening, what the wrestlers are doing at all times. But at the end of the day, nothing is there. So is the is this like people just going through and acting like, the, yeah, I totally see it. But it's like a full psychosis. And then at the, then you just turn around and you see the guy who's kind of been leading the charge of this whole team psychosis. Or is it tossing is it a, just ball a ball one way? Not coming is it just back a ball floating around? The I don't know. I mean, what, we, know, we only know so much, Cody. Yeah. We only know so right. much. Nick, I'm going Beetlejuice on this one. Yeah. All right. We got it. No, fuck. No, fuck these field. Of, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of you telling me, giving me errands. I'm not a fan of you playing on my daddy issues. I mean, thankfully, I know my father well enough to know that like his, his haunting would truly be like, 
he just does need to finish off like the last episode of like whatever he was watching. <laughs> Nick, I need the rare Princess Diana Beanie, baby. <laughs> See, I feel like if a ghost came to you, he's like, hey, your dad really wants you to build a baseball field. I'm like, no, he fucking doesn't. <laughs> no, he, fucking, no, he doesn't. fucking doesn't, shoeless Jim. You can get your ass to go somewhere else. <laughs> I ain't building shit for him. If my dad needs me to, I don't even, I wouldn't even build a couch for my dad. He can come sit on my fucking couch and I'll turn, I'll figure out what he was watching and we'll get through the end of Big Bang Theory, okay? But you're not fucking telling me that I got to build a fucking baseball field to see my father, okay? You can kick, you can kick rocks. Kick rocks, shoeless Jim. Yeah, no, I'll hang out with this. I, I, I'll hang out with this radical Beetlejuice character. See what he's about. I'm, I'm here, Cody, to tell you what your dad needs. Moonshine? Moonshine, yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do I, got it, yeah. Can I just, do I have to make it or can I just, I have a hookup? Uh... We'll start with the we'll start with the latter and we'll see if, if the former is important. Okay, cool. Thanks, <laughs> exactly, thanks a lot. Exactly. Yeah, that's all I need. Let's look at Beetlejuice, dude. This guy is doing ghost right. He's a ghost with a job, which I respect. <laughs> he's good at it. Yeah, he's not he's not asking anything of me. Just well, to say now, his name, but do you dude. feel differently if he's trying to get you out your place? Hey, man. Yeah, I feel a little differently, but also I respect. It's your job. I respect. Here's it. the problem. I don't under. I don't know. You know how how quickly I don't. I mean, I we both we both are homeowners. Yeah, there's once you sign on that dotted line, you can't go backwards. So if I got ghosts haunting me like day one of me moving into my place. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be a little pissed off because I did sign a mortgage. Well, that, I mean, and it's hard to sell a house right to, after you just bought it. You can reach out to Beetlejuice, make him a deal, maybe marry him so he can get on this mortal coil and he'll leave you alone. I would. I could, you gotta watch the movie. You gotta watch. You can see it. All right. All right. We'll move. We'll move Beetlejuice on. And that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to know about Chaboys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Uh, wherever you see us, make sure you are subscribing, wherever you're uh, following, wherever you're listening, uh, and then liking, sharing those posts as well. Absolutely. And if you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, email those to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com or go to website friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. If it's good, we'll give you a shout-out just like we're doing for Miranda Cosgrove. And... You can follow us on all of our social medias. If you want to talk to Nick, reach out to him. He's on there. It's at Friendly Comp Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's all over the place. I'm not on there anymore. So if you want to reach me on those social medias, reach out to Nick on our social media and he'll text me. I'll pass it along. Yeah, I can be that conduit between you and Cody's conversation. <laughs> and then as always, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard and replace the sixes. That is it, folks. We got Group D coming up on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lennon. See you on the boat.